COVID has a total of 29.4 million cases and 532,000 deaths within the United States. COVID has 119 million cases and 2.62 million deaths due to the coronavirus worldwide. And COVID has 301,000 cases and 6,896 deaths right here in the state of Mississippi. COVID has dramatically affected the health of many and even ended over 6,845 lives worldwide. I am Damar Simmons and you are tuned into Affected by COVID. Sports, sororities, small businesses, and many more being placed in their own category has also been affected and dramatically changed the lives and lifestyles of many. When dealing with sororities, COVID has not only affected the future candidates, but also the current members. March of 2020 is when the virus first emerged. And from there, the virus went uphill, not being considerate of those tumbling down. According to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Theta Upsilon Chapter Advisor Tanya Kelly Kirk, regional and international conferences were immediately canceled, causing an immediate cease and assist due to the concern and the lack of knowledge on what COVID-19 actually had to offer. Well, with COVID-19, uh, when it first uh, came on the scene back in March of 2020, um, we immediately did a cease and desist where there were no chapters allowed to meet in person all of our regional conferences, uh, with the exception of one, before COVID really hit and the nation started realizing that we had a pandemic going on. One uh, region was able to have their uh, regional conference. And at the end of that regional conference, uh, the nation went on lockdown. And so all of our regional conferences, all of our international conferences were canceled immediately chapters were no longer able to meet. And so it kept everyone at a standstill. To virtual meetings, and they came up with plans on how uh, we would operate as an organization. And so chapters started meeting virtually with their monthly meetings. They started planning programs that they normally do so that we can continue to be of service to all mankind. They started doing those in virtual settings. But the sorority uh, mandated that no one meet in person because we didn't understand the pandemic and we didn't understand COVID and how people contracted the virus. And so to keep everyone safe, we just said that our international president stated that 
and our and then we cre they immediately created a COVID task force team and they stated that no one was to meet in person, no community service, no any of that in person. We had to just cease. And then we just came up with plans and it was month by month. And so the national organization sent us updates on the virus. We checked on other sorority members uh, to see how they were surviving and handling this pandemic. Um, so there were a lot of things that were just implemented by the fly, basically. We were operating on the fly there were, because no one understood really what COVID was. And so for those first six months, things were changing every day. And that's just like with the institutions of higher learning, um, your, your businesses, all of those things were just operating based upon scientific data and what we listened to, what the CDC said, what the FDA said. We tried to get guidance from the White House. Wherever we can get guidance from, that's how we functioned. And one thing that was affected the most is that in the year of 2020, up until November, there was no uh, membership intake. So there were some candidates that had started in the spring. They had gone through the process of being accepted into Alpha Kappa Alpha, but they just not they had just not gone through the membership intake process, and so those persons were re, uh, were put on hold. You know, they didn't know if they were going to ever become AKs. They got accepted to go through the process, but because of COVID and because of the you know because of that, when everything was put on hold, they didn't know what was going to happen. So finally, as uh, things evolved the organization figured out a way that they could do the process safely. And so uh, they started with some undergraduate chapters that had already started the process back in the spring. And they did basically a test, a pilot, to see if we would be successful in streamlining the process so that persons that were interested in becoming AKAs could complete the process. And so back in November, there were several chapters across the country in undergraduate, uh, uh, the undergraduates on college campuses and universities that were able to complete the process that they had started back in the spring. Lisa Crawford, graduating senior athlete at the HBCU known as Russ College. Any senior year, has to be one of the most important times. One of the most important memories and most important experiences that a graduate could have. Whether it's high school or college, your graduation day is the highlight of the four years that you worked hard to get to that specific day. A senior's graduation is very important, but a graduating senior college athlete's last year is not only an accomplishment, but also their last shot, their last games, last practices, and the last time to represent the name on the front of their jersey.
I would say COVID has made my senior year very boring and it has made the experience unexcited. Last year in March, we had to leave school early. So it wasn't really on my mind as a big of a deal because I wasn't a senior yet. But as it started to approach, I was like, dang, it's a lot of things that we're not going to be able to do. COVID affected our season because we normally had over 20 games. And this year we only had 14 games. So it really affected our chance to go to nationals. I have adjusted around. My main focus right now is to graduate and get myself ready for my career. Thank you for listening to Affected by COVID. We will be right back after this short message. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits, view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Successful small black business blossoms come to an end when COVID-19 decided to dim their light. Brittany Doyle, a young black business owner and founder of Wise Health, explains how COVID-19 affected her business, but how she did not give up, but instead progressed through the pandemic. When the coronavirus first hit, at first I was very, very concerned because since I work with seniors, all of my programming has stopped. I am Brittany Doyle and I am the founder of Wise Health. Wise Health is a public health consulting company and we focus on developing strategies and programs that are designed to reach underserved populations. Seniors, homeless, low income, people in housing developments, people that are usually very, very um, hard to reach. So our community health pop-up is our signature program. We go into a site and we bring in free health services, free healthy foods, some form of free physical activity, just to engage the seniors in the housing site to get them to come downstairs in an environment where they feel safe. Now with um, our seniors being sheltered in place and me having so much access to isolated seniors, it was very important that we get food to them, but not just any food, but like healthy quality food. Now we have a meal distribution program that's called Made With Love and it's a weekly 
produce um, program that goes out to isolated seniors that are sheltered in place. Fresh organic fruits, organic vegetables, health education material, brain games, herbs. It kind of varies every week. You know, it, it was so funny. It was hard for me to get people to come and work with seniors. Like I used to have to pay people and beg them, but then now I have so many volunteers, I don't even know what to do with them. So I'm very, very grateful for that. The seniors are very grateful to receive the produce bags. When we pull up, they're usually either sitting by the door or looking out the window. For many of the seniors, this is their only contact they may have is the volunteer um, delivery drivers that come to their door. So, you know, of course, they're some of them are gonna be dressed up. Some of them are gonna be ready to talk. Since we knew through our community partnerships that the senior centers were staying open, um, not to provide activities and programs, but they were staying open to make food, I was able to contract some senior centers to deliver to their seniors as well. I never thought in a million years that I would be delivering food and you know creating my own produce bag that was not I just never thought it would happen and so um, now I found something that I can stand behind that you know encompasses everything that YSELF stands for in one package so I really hope that um, you know moving forward that I'll be able to grow and expand this Long term, I would say that I am worried about um, keeping my volunteers motivated to keep on <laughs> volunteering. Um, I think eventually, you know, people will get tired, which is why it's important for me to secure funding to keep the project going. Everything in the bag, you know, comes from the community. The produce, everything that we add to the bag is from small businesses. And so really, this is just a community package. It's like a gift to the seniors from the community is really what it is. For me, COVID has affected a lot, way more than I was prepared for. COVID-19 has affected the entire United States. Please stay aware and help keep our country united. Doing your part to stay healthy through this coronavirus or COVID-19 pandemic takes many forms. Looking for a way to help others? One way you can make a difference is to donate blood or plasma if you're eligible to donate. Our nation's blood supply is vital to public health. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs blood. And if you've fully recovered from COVID-19, consider donating plasma. Your donation could help save the lives of other COVID-19 patients. COVID-19 patients develop antibodies in their blood, proteins that might help fight the infection. Cobalescent plasma can be collected only from people who have recovered from the virus and if they're eligible to donate. Only those with complete resolution of symptoms for at least 14 days are qualified to donate. Scientists are investigating convalescent plasma and hyperimmune globulin, which is produced from convalescent plasma, to find out if they're safe and effective as treatments for COVID-19. They're studying whether these treatments might shorten the duration of COVID-19 illness or prevent death. If you're healthy and feel well, contact a local donation center to make an appointment so you can donate blood or convalescent plasma. Here are some organizations you can contact. You can find their links in the description. Please stay safe.
been tuned in to Affected by COVID. I am Damari Simmons. Thank you for listening.